love that it's voice so, she's the sexiest woman it's on the so planet good. it's so good it really is uh, it's reassuring it's like this cleansing thing oh and she you knows know. it. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh seated comfortably i am with coffee in hand mm, excellent a day 101 what i'm so proud of you i'm Cheers. kicking ass salud dinero kicking ass at this y amor. i, I am I love health right now <laughs> uh, i love health and money yeah uh, episode 71 71. That's what it reads. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Thank you for all of you who have been tweeting at us. Yes. Joined the crew. And uh, listening. Shit. And good listening. Thank Man, you very much. The podcast has had uh, a, a giant surge in listening. Uh, clicks on the, the link and everything else. I'm just real happy about it that we share and meet new people. That's cool. It's it's you know what it is? My soothing baritone. It, it really is. Every fucking time. You know, fuck you, but uh I did change the, you know, the y- your uh Twitter is at 12 brown. It is. It is. Uh ours is Jello podcast. <laughs> at Jello podcast. <laughs> well, I changed the uh the picture on the front. It was just the skyline of Austin. Oh, did you? Yeah. I no. changed it to where it's you in the foreground and me in the background. And all of a fucking sudden, <laughs> we got all these new folks. And all Everybody wants to listen. I am a good-looking son of a bitch I sometimes. Know. Speaking of which, yeah, sure. Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. I got my back waxed this last week. <sighs> I did. I did. I got it done. Oh my god, it's so weird. Does it sound like two pieces of Velcro being <laughs> torn apart? <laughs> It, I'll tell you this, the haunches hurt so bad, but I'll even tell you what's even worse. Like she got, she got low, like she got low down there and for a little while, just right where that crack meets my back. Who is that a sensitive spot? Who? Well, it is once you walk for a while and it's bare, I think I might've like, might've even like road rashed right there at that peak a little bit. I'm telling you, I went to wipe my ass the other day. I was like, ow, ow, why, ow. Well, it's that's too much. I'm glad it's, it's always too much, isn't it? I'm just glad that I don't have to see it with hair. <laughs> it's funny when I made Do the, you glide through the water faster. When I, when like I made, I, I'm like Michael Phelps now. I'm like a dolphin. <laughs> I can't make a dolphin noise. Um, I, uh, I, I, when I made the appointment, I even told the lady, uh, I said, listen, um, get I'm, down there. I'm not like Armenian or anything. So it's, it's not, <laughs> not going to be that hard. You know, it's like, I'm not, I don't have, it's, I'm not a beast back there. And, and I never had been. It's wispy, but it's, it's back here nonetheless, you know? Oh, it hurts. It, it, she said three times during the session, she goes, you know, lasering doesn't hurt as bad. <laughs> yeah, but it takes forever and it takes multiple uh, sessions. And it it's does. goddamn expensive. It does. I had my ears done for a while because I dated an esthetician. Um, it did nothing. It did nothing to my ears. My ear, I saw zero difference. And I did, I believe, six sessions. And it did nothing. It didn't do anything. So either I've got superhuman ear hairs, yeah, but it it did absolutely nothing. You know, I went to that. Uh, it's something unlimited or limited something or other. And because uh, the lady was hot, and I had a uh, a Groupon <laughs> thing, and uh, my esthetician was pretty good looking. Yeah, she though. said, yeah. Uh, "Well, it's pretty painful. Where do you want to get treated?" I was like, "On the back of my shoulders and my neck." She said, "Well, it's pretty painful." And I said, "Well, I I've sat through." three five-hour tattoos she goes i don't care about that it really she said there's dudes that cry in there yeah well i'd leave before i'd start crying yeah it it i'll tell you this it's she's absolutely right that there is no um uh, there's no it's not equal it's really not yeah find me another thing that you could do to your body that would feel like that i think that's what you're getting at right yeah it's it's a completely to the face uh, yeah it's a completely different kind of pain rape you know, it, it. So I may, depending on if I can stay awake long enough, I may go get a tattoo tonight. 
I might. Wait, so it's Friday the 13th and all tattoo parlors. Not all. It's it's. I think it's four different tattoo parlors in the city. In I Austin. believe. In Austin. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do it. And then some in Dallas. I think a lot more do it now in Texas. Um, but what they do is yeah, the what? tattoo is $13 plus a $7 tip. So it's 20 bucks cash. Uh-huh. And uh, and and you pick oh oh there you go and th- these tattoo parlors by the way they start tonight at midnight and they tattoo all the way through until midnight tomorrow oh really yes and so they work in shifts and well easy for them you know it's nothing ornate the setup is shampoo the arm trim it it's pretty quick and they're small you've already seen i've already got one they're not big and it takes them all of two or three minutes to do the tattoo but yeah okay i'm, and I'm the, doing math over here Hold on. the owner of electric 13 told me that they are so busy that they sleep at the part like they sleep there like Just when, what you want a fucking delirious tattoo artist <laughs> I've had worse. I've had such worse. I, I told you about the one on my back where the guy nodded off in the middle of it. He was all horsed out. No. Yeah, and it's What's a horsed out. It's mean? a circle. He was on heroin, oh, and Bob he, and he Brown. fell asleep in the middle of it. I was like, "Hey, man!" He's like, "Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah." And so it's like a circle, except it's got this little jut. It's got this little jut in it from where. He What's like eighty times twelve? Fuck if I know I can't do math. What's that? Ninety. Call it nine fifty. Yeah, why not? Jeez, All right, that's a lot. And they'll have a line, by the way, starting tonight at midnight. They'll have a line starting. Hey, if you're a tattoo artist, you'll make a thousand dollars in in no time. Yep. Yeah, in no time. They they will make and, and repeat customers. Maybe a new relationship with somebody you didn't have before. No credit cards. It's all cash. Also, so imagine what they There's might thirty percent increase yeah, right there. What they might not be reporting. Cause the government jacks all the fuck money. <laughs> no, sorry, man. <laughs> all tattoo. All tattoo artists are libertarians. I can already tell you uh, that. Um, it's wow. Okay. Yeah. It's it's. You got one last year. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. I th- was it last? It might have been a year before, but yeah. I yeah, got I got a little Texas ago. thirteen on my arm and it's i have a lot of cliche tattoos but it's my true cliche tattoo but it was fun it was a cool experience it was a lot of it was almost like a weird the line had a weird camaraderie about it Mm -hmm. everybody talking between themselves maybe some first time tattoos first time a lot of first time tattooers tattooees tattooees i guess um it's you know it's it's it, it was really neat. It was actually cool. a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. So much weed. So much weed in that line. Oh, really? So <laughs> much weed. Just even walking up to it, I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? People are blazing out here. And sure enough, man, like every third person in line is like blazing weed. Like, you're just like, what the fuck, man? I like that waiver that you fill out. Uh, you promise you're not under the influence but, of yeah, blah, blah, sure. blah, 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 like bird seed, whatever. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, I I have not. I know you have, but I have never. I have been stone cold sober on every single tattoo I've ever gotten. Okay. Yeah, every single one. There's not one in which I have I have been on anything, drank anything, nothing. It doesn't hurt any worse or I any w- less. I would imagine it's about the same. Well, that that's oh yeah, back around because a guy at my work asked me. He said, he said. So where are you thinking about getting a? I pointed to the back of my ear, of which you went, "Don't fucking do that." Yeah. Um, and he goes, "That'll hurt." And I go, "They all, they all fucking hurt. hurt. It doesn't matter." I I think I've when told it's you on this a before. bone, it rattles you. If it's not on a bone, it's on a piece of fat, and it fuck stings you to your core. If my, I mean, I guess on your ball sack, maybe whatever. My super hot tattoo artist, uh, Annie Mess, by the way. Mm-hmm. Where does like she work? Uh, let's uh, prop her up. She works at Golden Age Tattoo. She actually owns Golden Age Tattoo. Is that North Austin? No, it's actually South. It's right there off mm-hmm. of uh, Manchac mm-hmm. and Ben White now because they moved. They were on South Lamar. Okay. Um, she even said, she goes, I don't even get any below the waist anymore because it hurts so bad. As you get older. Yeah, it's funny <clears throat> where your pain uh, threshold. Yeah. Yeah, it. it well, the, the threshold is the same. Just where it hurts. Where it yeah, hurts. Yeah, 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 I got you. The, uh, a shoulder tattoo, I got. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, but, go ahead. Uh, uh, of course, it was a four-hour tattoo, but it was on a shoulder. That that ought to be... 
Yeah, Me? Yeah, it should be my thigh. Fuck no. When By I, the time I, I was like, can you get done? Can we finish? Can we fucking finish? I, I was really lucky. Two, two things. Uh, first of all, the tattoo I got in Portland was the first time. Portland, Connecticut or Portland, Maine? But God damn it. <laughs> the hipster Portland, which could be any of those Portlands. Um, it, it was the first time I had a tattoo artist ask me, as you get older, are they hurting more? And I said, yeah, yeah, they yeah. are. And he goes, and this guy was covered. He goes, I know, right? They <laughs> are like, they hurt as you get uh-huh. fucking older. They truly do. Mm. And it's, it's, I guess it must be the, you know, as your pain receptors or, you know, I, I don't know what the reasoning know. is, it's but it's a head game for sure. I tell you this, I haven't been punched in the face in a very long time, but I guarantee it still won't hurt. It still won't hurt. <laughs> Okay, a few things tonight, if I may. Go Hook, for it. Hooker apocalypse. Oh, yes. A couple of ads that I hate. And by the way, another one happens to be from a pharmaceutical company. Facebook thing, I don't even want to touch that. All products have a lifespan, and, you know, it's not as hip as it was. I think we should. Says 13 billion people, but whatever. We should touch on me going uh, back to Detroit at the end of next month. Oh, fuck your city. I'm so excited. Tonight. Yeah, so cheerleaders. Excited. Stone Cold E.T. Let's get to that right now. <sighs> Shut up. This is Stone Cold E.T., and I want to <laughs> order a couple cheeseburgers, and that's the bomb line. Because you know Stone Cold E.T. like to come to White Castle or a couple cheeseburgers to fill me up before I whoop some ass. Give me a hell yeah if you're down with Stone Cold E.T. Oh, hell yeah! Because Stone Cold E.T. likes whooping ass. When Stone Cold E.T. rides a bicycle, I ride along, I ride it hard, just like the Texas Rattlesnake when he's done whooping Vince McMahon's ass. Give me a, oh, hell yeah! What'd you say, E.T.? What? What'd you say, T? What? I said I want to order two cheeseburgers, and that's the bottom line. Because now Stone Cold love a little white castle burger with a little onion, with a little meat on it. Because there's nothing like Stone Cold Steve Austin eating those little white castle burgers. You know Stone Cold like a little white castle action. Well, I'm busy fighting off aliens when I'm busy being a crap out Will Smith in Independence Day or being up in our robot. Stone Cold E.T. is gonna whoop some ass. Give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Stone Cold E.T. is gonna whoop <laughs> All right, that that uh, guy's a fucking genius. That segment that brought to you by Stone Cold genius. ET. God damn, that was so good. That is so. I when he rides a bicycle, <laughs> he rides it long. He rides it hard, <laughs> like the Texas rattlesnake. Hey, you know, you said um, last uh, episode seventy, you said that you'd seen a couple of documentaries. I had. I had one. I thought you'd watch, but you hadn't. I had. I made you turn it off when I walked in. Yes, yeah, I haven't. It was uh, Andre, Andre the Giant. Giant. Yeah. What's his real name? I do not know. Uh, I didn't look it up. But. Oh, I wish I knew, but I do not know. Do you know Hulk Hogan's Big real name? Cuddly Bear. Uh, uh Seth Horowitz. <laughs> nope. Mama call him Terry Balea. I'm gonna call him Terry Balea. I'll tell you this. All right about. Uh, Andre Giant holds a special place right? in my heart. He truly does. Gentle Giant? A gentle Giant. An absolute <laughs> but gentle not giant. really gentle. I think it's funny because they say, no, a, you, I think during that documentary, we're going to hear a lot of really good stories about him being a fucking badass that didn't, that didn't put up with shit. Well, here's one of the things, and it's not going to spoil the whole thing for, me, for you, and it's really early on. He hated Randy. Randy right. Savage. Did he really? Yeah, Mama, well, ca- Mama, Mama call him Randall Mario Poffo. Oh I'm going to call him God. Randy Savage. I bet you that's not unusual. I bet you a lot of people hated him. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he, uh, you know, they, they scripted a lot of that stuff. Right. And Randy, he he just hated it because Andre would be like, fuck you, I ain't doing that. You're yeah. not getting a hold of me. Yeah. I'll fucking stomp you. Yeah, look how big I am compared to you. And Randy would be like, come on, man. Uh, hey. Well. I one of the so fuck him up. 
One of the stories I like is about him coming back to WrestleMania and how Vince McMahon paid for his all his because he his knees were so fucked that he couldn't he couldn't come back in the ring. No, I didn't know that. So uh, I believe I'm correct in this that Vince McMahon paid for all the knee surgeries, paid mm. for all the rehab mm. for him to come back and just appear in that one WrestleMania. That was his product, man. Yeah. Uh, they said they they didn't want to saturate the market. That you know WWE started out, it was regional, but they would bring guys through, and he was one that if you if you put him on there every week. Since he whipped everybody's ass, there was no novelty. It would just be to it. too much. Right, it would be right. too much. So yeah. He, that, I think that's what happened to The Undertaker. Uh, I believe that's, oh, what, that's, that's a great why. story, yes. I think that's why The Undertaker isn't as big of a product as he used to be because they overused him. They used him so much that he became cliche rather they than They used this him monster. so much, he changed his fucking uh, name three, four times. It's it's funny watching these, these wrestlers nowadays. And, you know, WrestleMania just happened. By the way, Ronda Rousey looked fucking good. She looked listen what okay, just hold the listen, fucking listen she's you know i well, have a she's wwe now and i yeah not ufc yeah yeah she's doing wwe under, makes sense well you know her big thing was rowdy rowdy piper and her were worked out at the same gym they Undertakers, were very good friends undertaker mama call him mark i'm gonna call him mark william callaway too oh my god what a weak ass name by the way yeah um, Sorry, go ahead. She looked really good. Of course, but this of course. this Except WrestleMania was was pretty badass. I I watched a few of the clips and I read a lot of the highlights. <laughs> That's all you need. They had an Andre the Giant Memorial um uh rumble, which was cool as fuck and a lot of fun to watch. Interesting. Um, uh, they had a female Royal Rumble that was bad to the damn bone. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Ronda Rousey fought Stephanie McMahon, which um, by the way. She's busy whipping Steph McMahon's ass. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, really. It, you know, and it's... What? You know, I view wrestling a lot like um, skateboarding. It trends. Sure, no it problem. It trends. It, it comes up and becomes big in popularity, and then it kind of falls, and then it comes up, and it falls. It ain't it, going away. It's but just it's not going like, anywhere. It's, it's not. It's like boxing. It's not going away. It's imperfect. And, and they're still selling out fucking arenas huge huge they're selling out with no fucking problem yeah you know people hate boxing right the richest sports figure is the fucking money man so oh man speaking of which that stuff with uh stupid conor mcgregor what yeah what is up with that shit by the way tell me what you're talking about so he um the latest those of us who aren't the latest UFC, he was not on the card, and um, there's been a lot of talk uh, that Dana White was is pulling his title. So when the bus pulled in to the arena, Connor he dumped the gray water in the front. Connor and like ten of his friends were there throwing shit at the bus, cracking the windows. They, I think, they had to cancel one bout because the glass cut one of the fighters' heads. Yes. Like all sorts of crazy, and he got arrested. Really, he got arrested. He had to post bail in New York. Like all Hot sorts shit. of crazy shit went on there. You know, goddamn, no fucking surprise to me. Not really. a surprise. It's, it's zero surprise. In and the same breath, I'm surprised. What the fuck? You have to wonder if that is the wrestling aspect behind UFC. Absolutely. If they know he has that hair trigger, or even if it's maybe land a little bit you know what the fertiti brothers sold ufc to dana white for oh how much 14 million dollars you know oh what's worth god 1.4 billion with a dana's b fuck off killing killing and dana's not even the the major shareholder anymore isn't it isn't it somebody else didn't somebody else buy it i don't know yeah i feel like somebody else did um but you have to wow. you have to consider the spectacle of what you're watching and it's funny because every there was this big hoopla about him getting arrested, blah, yeah. blah. but you have to wonder if that is still feeding into the publicity. You, you gotta of it. strike a balance with legitimacy and uh, show, right? And that's where boxing kind of floundered. Once these cozy Tyson, relationships with fucking uh, promoters and all that stuff, the lack of a heavyweight fighter. We'll get into lack that in of a, a heavyweight bit. fighter. Absolutely. Well, once, once, but it doesn't matter about heavyweight and UFC. It's just the meanest, nastiest motherfucker there is, in in my opinion. That's really all it is. Yeah, it, it's. It, Can you tell me what 
Spider Savage, not Spider Savage. That's a skier. <laughs> but go go on. I'm well, sorry. You have, well, you have you know you have your old UFC people like you you know you have your Boss Rutens and you have you of course all your Gracie fighters, all your older Gracie sure, fighters Mark, and uh, those people. Yeah. Right. But these new up and comers, Shamrock, yeah. ca- the Cowboy, you know, uh, yeah. which isn't even he's not even new these days. He's no. even considered an old UFC fighter. But these guys aren't right now. People that if listen really to UFC it, are going, you motherfuckers left about fifteen people. Y'all are butchering this fine tweet at me but you have to think about it in this way is that um these are just mean grapplers these are just mean yeah they've got 15 different types of fighting that they're good at right right the the very first fighting within the rules i mean shit the very first ultimate fighting the very first ultimate fighting tournament do you know what it was it was mark something or other and it was you a, have, you're talking about UFC one. It was a sumo wrestler and a taekwondo guy. Yeah, that's that was the In very very first one. Yeah, that was the very very first one, and so it was already a spectacle starting out of these different fighting styles. What can we do if we put these different? Whereas boxing, it's the science of two people who have trained. And if fairly you don't like similar, that, then. I love Chicks boxing. Don't like boxing. I love boxing. I love. I will. I will always love boxing. I. We God have seen some of the right. best fucking. It ain't going some of the away. Best matches over here, yeah. and uh, it shouldn't go anywhere. But but you're right. The lack of a good heavyweight, the lack of the spectacle. For instance, once Lennox Lewis, and I'll even yeah, I'll go even farther than Tyson and say once Lennox Lewis left. You stopped having that show, Bowman. Klitschko is the most boring motherfucker well, on the planet. Well, this is a great segue, Bob, because um, what just happened last weekend was right. a heavyweight fight, and I told you it was, this was going to be a great fight, right. and it wasn't. So, the guy that beat Klitschko, who was the heavyweight boxing fighter for years, was pretty it, much. What yeah. was the name? Jo- Andre Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. Okay. Uh-huh. He beat Klitschko. And ended up fighting, uh, or or as I like to call him, the guy who fucks Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> Those two don't match. I, I, how does I'm this have to stop this? Podcast I would imagine. I would imagine. I'm just going to guess that he, if from the size of hey, him, Italian women are used his to treated like dick that. is has to be proportionate to his size. So you would imagine she liked the taste of the she dick. She likes big dick, boy. So he beat Klitschko to get into that fight. Beat Parker. Deontay Wilder, who's going to fight him. Right. This will, uh, what do you call it when you, all of the belts. This will join this the will belts. Unify, right. This will belt. unify all right. the titles. Right. Uh, Deontay Wilder beat Luis Ortiz. Now, I talked to Nate earlier, and Nate, you know, he loves boxing um, and is our authority on it. Luis Ortiz didn't really beat anybody spectacular. However, his record was great. It's pretty unmatched, right. And, and honestly, that fight with Deontay Wilder, I thought he had it won until the end. But that's not the point. Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua is going to be a good that's gonna mother be a good fight. effing fight. Because well, Deontay Wilder is a scary, big, he tall, is. long fucking... He's, you think uh, that swimmer has a long... The reach Wide on that man is God insane. Damn. A, it's insane. Plus, we also, with Deontay, we might get a heavyweight who gives us a show. Yeah. We might get a... Uh, Deontay Wilder's a, the guy. We might get a heavyweight again that talks shit that, that gives us that spectacle. Yep. Sports is a... Why do you think well, people still like the fucking that. Raiders? Why do you think people still like, you know... Why need do you people like the fucking Eagles? People, yep. need, people need that spectacle of that shit talker. Well, the interesting thing about it is that you know, you Google um, who's going to carry that next fight. Right. So I asked Nate about that. Why? Why can't I find who's carrying it? Is it HBO? Is it Showtime? Is it PB? Yeah, uh, why Al is Heyman's, that? whatever. So he said it's not decided. It may be a thing where it's an HBO Showtime split where the pay-per-view goes on one channel and goes to two different shut so, up I, so who calls it do is it going to be lamps from hbo is it going to be the guys from showtime we don't know that's what's fucking funny i would have like, you'd think that would be part of me hopes right. it's showtime part of me hopes that it, that showtime takes it i like showtime well I'm, Coverage uh, like, i like lamps so we're do good. you uh but lamps. you hate kellerman so i hate yeah. kellerman i hate max so much i just want him to shut the fuck 
up, man. <laughs> I want a boxer to come down off the ring and punch Max Kellerman in his stupid face. Cax like, Millerman. That's yeah. how much I fucking hate him. Well, the interesting thing, um, one more interesting thing about that. No, never mind. So that's that on the boxing. There it is. There's all You the have boxing. new music for us. You have three I songs. Do. Two are slow and one is fast. And we're starting off fast. You ready? We're at the 25-minute mark. This is a good time because we've got to take a whiz. Absolutely. When we come back, we may call Poodle Nuts because he wants to do an F1 podcast. I'm going to call him out of the blue and see why he fucking wants to do that. He better give me a goddamn good reason. Yeah, that doesn't put us to sleep, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Emerson Fittipaldi driving a uh, a Kia with Brembo brakes doesn't do it for me. (laughs) Okay, see you in a minute. Robert Brown, you make fun of me for liking fucking EDM, and then you do this. Episode 71. That's right. certain i think i had a big john stud uh uh, poster i had no i had one of those i remember when you could get the wrestling ring and you could get the wrestlers Uh, i'm i'm i know i had hacksaw jim duggan we already know that Uh, i know i feel like i had big john stud also we were looking at the 30 biggest uh wwe wrestlers uh we we've missed a few king kong bundy king kong bundy uh, we all know abdullah the butcher Giant, Giant Baba. Baba, I don't know who He's that is. Old. One Man Gang, everybody remembers that. Giant Baba was probably back with like Wahoo Daniels. Yeah, it was black and white. Uh, <laughs> no, oh, oh, no, wait, wait a second. <laughs> Were we talking about Wahoo Daniels? Didn't he come from what Oklahoma? Was he a Sooner or something? No. Who was the Sooner? Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, I'm, Bubba I'm Ray Dudley, oh. Crusher Jerry Blackwell. Dr. Death. Dr. Death was Big a Daddy V. Okay. Let's just go through this quickly. King Kong Bundy. That's. I thought that Andre the Giant was the successor to, but come to find out, there's a lot of big Umaga. Umaga. Who that is? Sid. Who that is? That's a horrible Six, wrestling nine, name. Three oh nine. He ain't big. That's. That's not really that big. Well, okay. it was his certifiably insane behavior that made him one of the most feared superstars of well, the what 90s. What the fuck? Well, they would have to say the same thing about George the Animal Steel. Uh, by the way. Remember Rikishi? How about Diesel? Diesel, don't remember him. Diesel was also uh, Undertaker. Oh, was he really? Yeah. He is a big motherfucker, uh, by the way. Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody, I know uh, him. Earthquake. I remember <laughs> him. <laughs> I remember that dude. Uh, looked like some out of uh, Sega God. game. Uh, big, big Boss Man. That was the guy. Big Boss Man go. was the guy who was the probation officer. or oh. the pro- <laughs> He was a, a corrections officer or something like that, right? Well, he moved at the speed of a running back, which made him incredibly dangerous. He was a corrections officer from Cobb County, It's scripted. Nobody's, quote, dangerous, unquote. Hey, he had no problems heaving his opponents around the ring like an unruly inmate. Uh, Mark Henry. (laughs) Yeah, I remember this big motherfucker. Good God. That beard. That freaking Uh, big Gorilla Gorilla Monsoon. Monsoon. Okay. Who eventually was, didn't he, Gorilla Monsoon is the, he eventually became a... He was the voice Announcer, of the WWE right? in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, he sure uh, was. He was a ferocious villain. 
in the 60s and 70s. Stan Hansen, don't know. Was that Santana? Who back? Big Cat Ernie Ladd. I don't know who that is. Yokozuma, who that is. Don't know who that is. Bam, 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 bam Bigelow. Bam, bam, Bigelow. I do remember him. Oh, he was, my God. He uh, was often touted by Brat Hitman Hart as one of the most talented big men in the wrestling history. Uh, a rare behemoth. <laughs> Clearly not. 30 of them. He could throw his weight around. Who wrote this copy? Unbelievably <laughs> agile for a 400-pounder. Beast from the East. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, Vader. I don't know who that don't is. Don't know who that is. Kane. Kane. Everybody knows also who that is. Also The Undertaker. Yep. Oh, was he really? No, I'm, I, I but don't But he know. looks like him. He's a, yeah. Big Show, of course. Big Show. Look, of course. Big Show looked like Andre the Giant. Number two there we is go. Andre. Who's Undertaker's the biggest? Undertaker. Now, let's look here. Uh, possesses size to intimidate in... Agility. They don't have his stats there. He's the demon from Death Valley. He's fucking huge, dude. He is, he is god dang big. But all, first of all, all wrestlers are big. All wrestlers are god, big. Yes, they're all big. I did a, uh, I did a little meet and greet. That's where I saw Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. And I <laughs> may have been, I may have been little, like I was a kid. But I think even as an adult. As old as Hulk Hogan is now, I guarantee if he walked up to me, I'd be like, God damn, this dude's big. This yeah, dude's I, humongous. When I think about guys like that, I think about them, all right, go at a medium jog. And if I'm standing in a grocery store with a basket and he's at a medium jog, if he just clocked me with his sternum, flat, oh, you'd be, flattened yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they're, all, they're all big. They're, yes. Every wrestler's big. Speaking of which, uh-huh. uh, not to stay on the wrestling thing, but you... You know the big controversy with the female wrestler, Paige? No, go on. So Paige is a female wrestler, and she's adorable, and she's really, really good looking. UFC wrestler? No, WWE. No, go on. WWE wrestler. And she had a series of sex tapes come out. Yes. And they are really, really good, by the way. She has no reason to be ashamed, but I can understand the shame in having something like that. No, not Paige Van Zandt. Who should have. That's Paige. Ooh, there mama. she is. Yeah. So she had a series of uh, sex tapes come out about two years ago, and it fucked with her. It fucked with her so much, she kind of took a serious back step in wrestling. Well, somebody performed- she lives in San Antonio, we'd go over there and ask her. Somebody, somebody performed the stinger on her. What's that? It's basically where you take both feet and you kick from behind- uh-huh. And it distended her neck and her right where the neck and the spine meet and injured her really, really badly. In fact, injured her so badly, she decided to retire. And she's young. You can see she's she's a young girl who could definitely wrestle for quite a long time. I thought it was a very classy move. Vince McMahon made her the general manager of WWE. She's 25 years old. Yeah, because she couldn't wrestle anymore, he decided to. And I thought that was very, very classy of the WWE because she's a great personality, adorable. and Her mama she, called her Soraya Jade That's a Bevis. stripper name. I'm going to call her Soraya Jade Bevis. <laughs> she, and she shouldn't, she shouldn't be, how can I say this, emotionally crippled in her career because of what happened to her unknowingly. You know what I mean? Yeah, sort of. She, she's she seemed like a pretty good-hearted person, and and all the stuff I've read about her was pretty cool. So I thought it was really nice that they stepped up and decided we're going to keep you employed. We're going to make sure you still are employed. By us. Says here she lives on Red Bull and uh, vodka. Interesting. And she's in Santone. I said I heard somebody say Santone today. By the way, yes, they're not from San Antonio. Yes. They're from Morris. <laughs> Piedras Negras. Hey. Yes. Ads. 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 One ads. ad and then Hooker Apocalypse. This ad, last uh, the last episode. Yes. Opdevo. By the way. If you take Opdevo. That ad. You're going to die. I listened to that portion of the podcast twice. <laughs> just to. And to you know count how we were how counting many, on yeah. our fingers? Yeah, yeah. Was it 20? It was, it was more than 10. <laughs> it was more than 10. Why? Oh, well, if you have COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary. Oh, oh. I have a problem with this ad. Okay. Is it? Because of the music. Not because of the 
Okay. The product ain't bad. Okay, all right. It's all right. Just roll. That, that was going to be my question. COPD makes it hard to breathe. It's called asthma. So to breathe better, I go with a Nora. <laughs> COPD tries to say go this way. I say I'll go my own way with a Noro. Go your own way. Once daily, a Noro contains two medicines called bronchodilators that work together to significantly improve lung function all day and all night. A Noro is not for asthma. A bronchodilator is a lift kit on your pickup. That's so so they fire Lindsey Buckingham and then sell out to pharmaceutical companies. Is that what happens? Yeah, it's like Led Zeppelin when they <laughs> sold those ads to Cadillac. Uh, one of the most overused songs in ads is this one, and it, I, I I don't even like this band anymore because it's overused in ads. Oh yeah. So every time I hear that now, you know that picture, a a little kid on a big wheel wrecking the house. Like, do you buy uh, what is it? Uh, Mister Clean, uh, uh, sanitizing wipes will clean all of your daily messes. That's what I picture your now. Stupid husband was cooking a fish that, on the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I picture when I hear that now. Okay, uh, another one is that's overused. That shouldn't be overused. It's overused, and they do it the wrong way. Spencer Davis Group. 60s, 70s band. Right, right. This song has been in countless movies, countless ads, but I found the original version of it, and listen to how much slower it is. It's so much different. It's okay. been bastardized. <laughs> I can stomach this. Yeah, this is actually soulful. This isn't a. The pace of that song, as opposed to when it's used in commercials, in commercials, it's the mom running around having to do yeah, all the fun of errands, husband, yeah. having to do all the errands during the day, like pack up the kids, take them to soccer practice, go to the grocery store. Uh, yeah, or, you know. or Chappie Sinclair trying yeah. to uh, hijack two F 16s and take them over there that, and uh, r- rescue his to name it like that from uh, Iron Eagle. It's a little. God damn. <laughs> listening to it like that, it's kind of a sexy goddamn song. Not bad. Yeah. Well, it led me to this, another Spencer Davis song called I'm a Man. If you need to make chili and you need a song to stir it to, again, the pace is so good. All right. Check it. Oh, I love this song. Yes. Got some red pepper in there. You know, this song was in song. Uh, Minions. Oh, God. <laughs> Did that ruin it for you? Oh, man. Anyway, uh, I think one more ad thing. <laughs> yeah, we were running through them. That's, you know what? I, I didn't even know that Spencer Davis Group did both of those songs. Those are both genius goddamn songs, too. They're very, very good songs. Isn't it funny that that used to be considered hard rock? Yeah, Isn't that, that Steppenwolf was like, ooh. Yeah, ooh, that's that's hard. Now it's, you know. Blow your six by nines. <laughs> this is the last one. I'll use a bazooka subwoofer. That's what I put in my truck. It's just... 
Oh, I got an OJ today, by the way, on the way over here. Just want to say that. What, what do you mean by you got an OJ? So, uh, because of my Bronco, every it's a once white Bronco, 94. 94. 94. Every once in a while, I'll get an OJ. Every once in a while, I'll get, like, it's for South by truck. Southwest. It's a beautiful truck. I got, yo, what's up, OJ? I got a lot of that, or what, you know. Oh, Callie, my man. Yeah, uh, today. Give me that. Give me love. I stopped at the, gro- I stopped at the uh, gas station, and... I was getting out <laughs> for the fourth time in one day. Guy, it gets four miles of the gallon. <laughs> a guy walked past me. He goes, nice OJ Bronco. I was like, damn right it is. I think you should uh, take the stance from now on. If somebody gives you that uh, compliment, you should say, fucking Al Cowling bought that truck. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not OJ's truck. It was Al Cowling's truck. All right. Get uh-huh. it fucking right. <laughs> uh, last one is this. Uh, I don't know how this commercial keeps going. Okay. Big idea for getting the whole country booking on choicehotels.com. Four words. Bought a book, bought a boom. Genius! Oh, my God. Let it sink in. Shouldn't yeah. we say we have the lowest price? Nope. Bought a book, bought a boom. Have you ever stayed with Choice Hotels, like at a Comfort Inn? Yep. Free waffles. Can't go wrong. I like it. Promote that guy. Get the lo- If that you're listening to this and saying to me... Fuck. And we, well, got you to think about it. No, not really. I won't stay there I, because I, of I guarantee this. you 10 seconds, not even that, four seconds after that commercial. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good question. Do commercial billboards. I'll, I'll give an example. Do, do billboards work anymore? Just did. Does advertising like your regular average commercial work anymore or is it just filler now? If you saturate the market with it, yeah. But I know bought a book, bought a boom, but I don't know anything about Choice Hotels. And in fact, I didn't know what they were advertising until just now. Does Do you think the way advertising moves now that it influences choice at all? Because I don't the, know what you mean. So, for instance, there's there's a there's a marketing theory that says that that we are more apt to use the product that our parents used as opposed to the advertising of a certain product. We will stick okay. with things generationally. So mama used borax and they still make it. I don't use tide. I, bu- I booked a flight. I booked a flight this week. Uh-huh. uh-huh. To Um Yes, I'm so excited. I By the way, I'm going to Detroit for my birthday. I'm very excited about this. Um, I am going to see my uh, my uh, dad and uh, uh, my cousins. Special thanks to Ghostland Observatory for that. that. Yeah, Yeah. you're going Um, to Detroit. I am. I am. Uh, At the end of May, I'm going, and I'm I'm going at the start of May. Can you believe we're all going to Detroit? Everybody's going to Detroit. (laughs) Um, I didn't. I who books flights? Does anybody book flights because of advertising now? No. Mm, maybe like an aggregator like Trivago or something. Like if if I can search we, all of them at once, fine. Then price one, comfort next. I think that's the way that people book flights, and I think that's of course that's the reason why Southwest and Frontier do do so well because it's price first, and the reason why Delta and American Airlines do so well comfort it's comfort next. Um, it, it, I I don't think advertising is as much of a pull as it used to be and not only that but i wonder if that is in the next 20 years if we're going to see any effect in the market because advertise because companies realizing you know what advertising doesn't work it our brand is strong enough let's just strengthen your belief in it right Hmm. yeah there's no reason for like a delta or an american to come out with like a progressive insurance style deal look they've carved out their market share that's that and 
didn't was it American Airlines that played the Gershwin tune, um, uh, Rhapsody in Blue? They could have probably stuck with that until now and be just fine because they give a certain product at a certain level of expectation consistently. We're gonna play to our folks. We, we're, we're really not gonna grab the same folks that use Southwest. Right. They, they already. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, good so, point. So I, I really wonder if, if we're going to see a, a um, that downfall of of popularity in buying advertising time, and then what does that do? What does that do in turn to the internet? Because the internet runs off of advertising. Mm-hmm. It truly does. Yeah. It, people talk about it being a, a subs- run, subscriber run, but it's really not. It's advertiser run. Um, scroll through Instagram. Scroll through your Snapchat. Your Snapchats now have advertising, you know, that, that comes up randomly. You know, what happens when they realize, oh, shit, this actually doesn't work. This isn't affecting our business one way or the other. Why are we spending these millions on these marketing campaigns that do not do anything? Well, some companies like GM, uh, Chrysler, Ford, we're going to have a certain amount of spend. We, we're really just reinforcing who we, right. who we have. And if we get a, a, a few more, we're going to have that spend anyway. Right. You own a Ford truck. Yeah. I, I, I buy mostly Fords. How many times have you told somebody, yeah, I have a Ford truck, and they go, oh, Ford. Uh, you know, like, like Fords break down all the time, but they don't. <laughs> That's just a weird generational thought that has been passed down from their father there who said, go. found on road de- dead or some shit yeah. like that. You know, when, when gener- generational thinking affecting our market choices as opposed to advertising my ex-wife buys japanese and that's that right yeah right it's you know to it's, a fault yeah it's it's really really odd how um I, I think we're going to i just believe that we're going to see a shift in, in the next 20 years of of advertisers getting a companies getting a little bit little bit more um cost effective because they're realizing that well there's the big spend and then there's the cleverness of how we get new people, i.e., uh, I scanned your eyes. Hi, Robert. I noticed you bought the cardigan from uh, Gap last time. Maybe you'd like some of these chinos. You know, What's I mean, that, you gotta, uh, that, that cleverness there. You know, what was that movie um, uh, with Tom Cruise where yeah. because he was wearing so, or because who he was, yeah. he would pass by That's certain kidding. places. Yeah. And the with the M, I forgot about. Oh, what is yeah. that? that uh, a Minority Report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they and the advertisement would be completely personalized and suited for them. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we're going. We're to, there. We are kind of already there, aren't we? We already kind of are at predictive advertising. I know my Instagram. The advertisers that pop up, clothing companies, guns. You know that. Uh, Facebook thing where they made that guy sit down, which was really just the politicians alien. saying, "You mean Alien Zuckerberg? Look how I'm on your side." Right. The most salient point he made to me was, "Hey, I don't give a shit what you think about my fucking user agreement. I don't give a shit what you think about me serving you ads." He said, "What we have found is that our users." don't like ads you know what they don't like even more is ads that aren't relevant to, to them, them to them yeah. so if i want to serve an ad up to them they'd rather have one that they like well that's another question you know that And by the a, way you gave me your fucking info willingly unbelievably willingly well here's another question how many people click on that little tab when an advertisement comes up how many people click on that tab that says, don't show me this again because it's not relevant to my interests or something. Hardly anybody. You just sit through it because you want to get to whatever you want to watch or see. You'll click through, don't show me again. But I did learn this from Meat Boat. Uh, the guy that was the VP of IT, one of Will Bailey's friends for Ticket City. Mm-hmm. He said, our market info shows that People don't respond to online shit until it's presented to them seven times. 
even if they need it on the seventh presentation, that's when then they, they'll, that's when they'll do, do, do it. So that's why we get fucking hit with all this shit. Or the same one over and over and over yeah. and over. Yeah. 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 Like this Banyan Hill thing. <laughs> you like money? Yeah. You like freedom? Yeah. I do too. Well, <laughs> you want freedom checks? Click on Banyan Hill. You know what they want from you? $47 yep. so they can give you advice on investing. Yeah. And then you have to it's pay freedom checks, Bob. Then you even have to pay even more if you want the premium portion of that. Oh, you've you know? looked into this. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Because they presented it to us so many times, right. I finally go, I know it's a sham. Right. Everybody knows it's a sham. Yeah. Gotta check. Gotta look. I at least gotta look for myself. So it's like it's like clicking on dating bots. Sixty-seven <laughs> percent unfavorable ratings. They are not on the BBB. Of course uh, not. Of course legit not. Legit list. It, it's ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, advertising. Give me a song. All right. Let's take a break. Sounds good. Because I gotta pee again. It's a slow one. It's a slow one. Good. I need a nice slow pee. <laughs> Just kidding. Episode 71. Yes, sir. Robert Brown, Brian Upshaw. It's a Thursday night podcast. That's unusual. Yeah, that is unusual. Mm-hmm. Okay, see you in a minute. I am an old woman. I know why. You, this song is beautiful. Song's beautiful, Bob. We've been talking about songwriting a lot lately, and this is this is one of those genius songwriting. Well, I said something to you the other night. Uh, it's a cut time waltz, and what I meant by that is there's no oh. way to cut time a waltz. We're but talking about Lyle Love It. You can't waltz to this song, but oh. it is a. Uh, it's a slow dance song one, though. Two, three, two. Wait, was it this one? No, we were talking about uh, if I had a boat by uh, Lyle Love It. Ah, that's right. So many people have done this song. It's great. I'm just glad you didn't pick John Prine's version. I like Mary Chapin Carpenter's version. <laughs> Kidding. When I was a young girl. That is John Prine, you ass. Bada book, bada Just a hard way 
and hey, we're will you, back. So will you tell that, me about that? That that song. What does hits. it do to you? It hits. It hits. Just like I've had that Lyle Lovett song that we talked about the other night mm-hmm. just stuck in my head. If I had a book. I love I it's genius songwriting. It's it Did he write that? I believe he did, yeah. Yeah. And those were uh fucking Julia Roberts days. They were, they were. God, he's an ugly human being, but talented as, you know what he likes a lot? Motorcycle racing. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. He, what he type goes out of motor? Ducatis, I believe. Mm. I think he's a big Ducati fan. A friend of mine told me one time, hey, you know, uh, if you go to a Ducati dealer, they're kind of, you know, they don't really want people yeah. that don't know a lot about Ducati. And I'm like, Fuck you. I believe they'll it. sell you one. Well, yeah, they will, but I I guarantee it's a lot like walking into um I don't know, uh a high like Park Place Mercedes. I bet you it is very um uh I won't say pretentious, but yeah. exclusionary, would that be the word? Sure. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> sure. That word sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wanted to ask me about a friend of mine. Okay. Um, a, a quote, friend, unquote. She had the funny, her Twitter feed is at Dallas Berkeley. Dallas Berkeley. Mm-hmm. B-E-R-K-L-E-I-G-H. That's right. Ooh. Great Ooh. feed. Um, She's hilarious. So She's a total sweetheart. <laughs> it's a funny feed, too. <laughs> you know, uh, so she's a uh, sex worker Provider. Well, yeah, she's a provider. Yeah, she's well, a provider based out of Dallas. So they shut down back pages, which was kind of the Yeah. Like the Craigslist for body rubs, hookups, that's whatever a, you that's like. That's a big deal. It raided the it owner's them. home. Is that what happened? They raided his home, yes. Well yeah. they shut down part of it uh, about six months ago because of the categorization. Right. So they just left providers as massages and moved it into the uh a, a lot of them uh, moved into like, the women for men right and, and and that was under the guise of uh almost like a dating site yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just right. like craigslist yeah right which, yeah which is funny that back page got shut down yet craigslist is still doing its thing i i guess which i mean is, which is odd because well, here's the thing, Craigslist you know, is doing the exact same thing, isn't right. it? Right. You make a great point. And now they're using it under the guise of child or sex trafficking. They always do this. Yes. They do two things. Either you're not paying taxes on something, so we're going to come get you. There you go. Or uh, it's for the children. And yep. if you don't like it, then you yeah. like children getting fucked in the butt or something. Yeah. Like, what? What? Which this is, is absurd. And, you know, again, not to, we try not to get political on the Jello podcast, but uh, yeah. uh, my, again, my personal opinion will always be when you legalize things, you take them out of the shadows, they become safer, they become, uh, they, uh, you get rid of a bunch of the dark elements of it. Uh, when you, when you, you can't protect dumbasses from finding the wrong shit. You can't legislate mortality. You just can't. People are going to do dumb things. People are going to Memento do stupid mori. things. Memento right. mori. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't looked it up, if uh, you're worried about Backpage being gone, here are nine other classified ad sites. Oh, public like, service. Look at this. Yep. Look at this public service you're doing. Number one is Craigslist. Of course. Number two is Kijiji. You ever heard of this one? Never heard of it. Yeah, it's one of the hottest places for placing free ads to buy, sell, or find other ways to spend time online. Millions of users each day. Popular website for Canadians. Oh. Oh. Okay. There's a lot of apologizing on there. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I'm looking for... I'm sorry, but if if you want to pay me, I'm sorry, but... (laughs) Uh, OLX is for users looking for back page alternatives. Okay. Similar in format. Users from places all over the world. Okay. Is XE on there? Number four is Gbo. G-W-E-B-O. Considered a top alternative to back page for users in America. That's all you need to know. 
<laughs> what happens on Jibo stays on Jibo. All right. Yeah, Local find. Say. You ever heard of this one? Nope. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of any of these. All right. Relatively new player in the classified online ad market. Simple search ad database. Well, they get let's, closed. let's be honest. Okay. As far as it goes with uh, sex workers or alternative work, whatever you want to call it. Right. These women are out there trying to get a job done. There is a market there, for it. The market the market supplies. The market supplies. That's what it does. And if if Just the market lose. is out there, let these let these women do what they're doing. Let them do what they're doing. They are in in an odd way, they are doing a public service also. They are helping out many 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 people who could not get laid otherwise, I guess is probably a good way to say it. Fine. Yeah. Here's another one, number six, classified ads. With the look and feel of Craigslist, meet back page. Classified ads has a website that oozes simplicity. Oh. When appearance makes a difference, you want a website like classified ads. When you can only type with one hand. Here's one called KRRB, <laughs> another website alternative for back page. Despite not being known. Baby, about if to be. you have wondered wondered whatever became of me this interface I'm allows on users to rapidly and easy search for exactly what they want KKKRB. <laughs> here's one called plenty of fish wait i know that one now we're talking a lot of that stuff has shifted to regular fucking dating apps well did i did i tell you that um supposedly that's what myspace is used for now also People are starting to devolve into MySpace and that a lot of sex workers are using (laughs) that. The guy from MySpace is like, I told you so. Tom. (laughs) (laughs) My only friend on MySpace, Tom. (laughs) The last one is uh, Adult Friend Finder, which has been around forever. That's been around forever. (laughs) They should have gone after that. Is XC is not on there? E-C-C-I-E.net? Hey, they gave me a top nine, brother. Oh, that's odd. Because that's that's the one that I know of, which is... and and uh, Not XC, it's uh, Eki. Eki, Eki, yeah. Yeah, why ain't they been shut down? Yeah. It, that's that's uh, what's because weird. Because here's why. Okay. Because you pay for a membership. And evidently when you pay for a membership... That is... I'm guessing. I it mean, could be. It could be. Look, I like to fuck goats. There's no I like fuck goats.com. You don't know that. Well, on. there was, but it got shut down. But now there's I like to fuck goats.com. And, well, and I pay for that. So, be, we're wasting time. Well, being that we, we befriend at times people that are in alternative lifestyles. Sure. You know, it. You have a bachelor party. You need entertainment. Absolutely, and uh, you can't get that. I I truly, I the libertarian in me, not just the libert, just the the human in me. Why? Why are we? Why are we criminalizing something like this? Now I can tell well, you. Well, they this. always pitch it like, well, if there's access uh, to it from young kids, then. Uh, we have a problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to say there's not a point. We all get to see it or nobody gets to see it. Yeah, I'm not going to say there's not a point there. But I will say there is a point to say that if you don't want little kids looking at it, where the fuck are the parents? Thank you, sir. Where the fuck are those fucking parents? Welcome. You know? <sighs> Jesus Christ. All right, I digress. This fucking world. This fucking crazy fucking world. Just take us out with a song. Uh, right. You got something for... I do. Um, I I just want to say one thing before we go, which is, could you please tell Logan to stop costing me so much money? (laughs) You little fucker. Love doing it with you. Thank Uh, you for listening, guys. Episode 71. Hit us at 12 Brown, spelled out 12, or at Jello Podcast, man. Yeah, please do. Shooting the shit with you. Please do. Give us some topics. Come on the show. Fuck, man. Okay, bye.
What a good pull, brother. Isn't it? <laughs> what a good pull. <laughs> <sighs> Lil Sabbath. And who? This is uh, this is Charles Bradley, R.I.P. from Detroit. I love her so. Uh, you know, Ozzy Osbourne did this song. <laughs> yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Hot shit. Yeah. 